project. My name is Andy. I'm one of your co-hosts. And I'm Tia, your other co-host. And on this podcast, we like to share the untold stories of entrepreneurs and the mind, body, and soul work that they have done to get where they are today. But on today's episode, we're doing a co-host episode and we're talking about the Enneagram, which is one of Tia and I's favorite things to talk about. And we've talked about it on a couple episodes before, but we just want to really dive in deep with this. Are you ready, T? I am. Yes. So you get your dynamic duo today. No guest, but... Just us. Yes. (laughs) But like Andy said, we usually often in our conversations with our guests, ask them if they have, if they've dove into the Enneagram and what they think of it. So some of our guests have, some of our guests haven't. But I know for us, it's a um, topic of conversation often. Mm-hmm. So we'll read you the definition that I got from Beth McCord, which will give you resources of people that we've listened to. But the Enneagram is simply a map for self-discovery and personal growth based on nine basic personality types. The Enneagram accurately and clearly describes why you think, feel, and behave in a particular way based upon your core fear and core desires. The power of the Enneagram is in its ability to harness and transform self-limiting behaviors into life-enhancing personal empowerment. Ooh, I like that line. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. So the gift of the Enneagram is that through self-discovery, one can create and sustain meaningful and lasting relationships with others, God, and themselves. Yeah, I like that end part. Create and sustain meaningful relationships, which is basically, I feel like, what it's the tool that helps you sustain and maintain relationships with yourself and with others. We've seen that in our lives, so we know Mm -hmm. it works. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So a short, shorter version, that was kind of like a mouthful, especially if you're listening. But like a shorter version, I feel like we like to tell people because that was very like, you know, uh, textbook. Yeah. Basically, everyone, everybody sees the world through a lens and the Enneagram is a helpful tool to help you understand the lens in which you and others see the world. Yes. Yeah. We'll go into uh, all the different types This is also from Beth McCord. So number one, so again, there's nine types of the Enneagram. Number one is a reformer. Number two is a supporter. Three, achiever. Four, individualist. Five is the investigator. Six is the guardian. Seven, the optimist, which is me. Eight, the protector, which is Tia. And nine, the accommodator. So yes, your one through nine are the types. One doesn't mean that they're better than nine, but they're simply just all different types. We won't get too deep into each of the types, but basically if you were a perfect human, you would be like the same percentage of each type. So Mm. yes. So usually 
right? We score when you take the Enneagram personality test, you'll score high on one of the numbers usually, which then is basically, you know, your core fears, your core desires, the way that you see the world. Mm-hmm. And I like the test. Well, are we linking the test? Mm-hmm. So we'll link it in the show notes for you guys, but the test is nice because it does give you that percentages. So if you read through some of these descriptions of the nine types and you feel drawn towards one, it means that you probably have scored a higher percentage. So for me, for example, my highest one was seven. My second highest was eight, but I also feel the two a little bit as a supporter. So you can relate to some of the other types. So we like this test because it's not a one size fits all. It's very mm-hmm. personalized to the individual, which is really nice and not like any other personality test out there. Yeah. And usually what they say, again, disclaimer, we're not experts. We've just used the tools to be helpful, to become self-aware and for our relationships. (laughs) But so we're just sharing with you what we've learned and our experience. But what they say is, you know, if you're kind of like, oh, I feel like I'm this number, I'm this number, or like, I don't know, maybe I could be this number. What they say is that you should really look at the core desires and the core fears of each number and whatever core fear or desire that you relate with most in the number that's usually the number that's usually your number so it's less about like the action of what each number does and more about the core fear and core desires of each number yes okay things you should know about the Enneagram is you should never type someone until they take the test or some form of self-discovery because it is a tool and not your identity. And if you go around saying, for example, she's doing that because she's an eight and labeling others with their type, it's... It it can become like a negative thing. Yes. And you want the person to take the test for themselves to understand it. And then you can be like, oh yeah, I did think you were this number. Mm -hmm. If if you yourself have taken the test and have done your own self-discovery. Yes. And so we want to just share some Enneagram experts. So they've been doing this way before it became popular on Instagram, way before, you know, influencers have become Enneagram influencers, but they're well-researched and their careers have been around this tool for years and years. So they've written books, they have podcasts. Yeah, just very well-researched. But Susan Stabile and Ian Cron wrote a book, The Road Back to You. So that's a really great book to get you started to learn more about what it is and all the types. And Ian also has a podcast that I like listening to called Typology. Yes, it's great. And then we mentioned Beth McCord, which we really like her online Enneagram test. So we will link all of those resources for you in the show notes if you find this conversation interesting. A couple other things. So Susan Sabile, her voice, you guys, is so calming, so smooth. You can listen to this chick for days. So she's also on Annie Summer. Annie F. Downs has a podcast called That Sounds Fun. And she does an Enneagram Summer Mm -hmm. um, where she takes people in real life, her friends, the people that work for her, people in her career, she takes them and she has them on the episodes and they just talk about those things. So Susan Sabile on this recent Ennea Summer 2021, she goes in, she talks about each type 
uh, characteristics of each type, their core fears, desires, all of that stuff. And then Annie has on two guests, usually a woman and a male, and they talk about their experience with Enneagram. So sometimes you relate super well to the person and sometimes you're like, oh, I don't really feel that as a type seven or a type eight, so, or whatever type you are. So, but it's also, it's just fun to listen to. And I, I feel connected to them because yeah, they're just people in everyday life. And you're like, wow, someone else really experienced Mm -hmm. the same thing I am, or they really feel this way. So it's a cool podcast also to listen to for fun, basically. (laughs) After you've listened to the other ones and you've done the self-discovery, then listen to Annie's podcast. That sounds fun. And that's where you really uh, will be able to relate with some people. Yes. All right. So let's get into our own experience with the Enneagram. But Andy, how have you seen this tool? How have I seen it help me the most? I feel really seen by the Enneagram. I have seen it help me in my relationship with my mom, my relationship with my fiance. I can say that now. (laughs) And then also friendships. Some of the stuff I have learned through the Enneagram, I think I've always known and I just never brought it to light or never really wanted to dive in deep with the stuff that the Enneagram sheds light on. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I I just, I see things in a new way that I wouldn't if I didn't have the Enneagram as a tool to help me. Yeah, that's good. So, how about you? How has the Enneagram tool helped me the most? So, I feel like it's helped me most within myself of becoming self-aware. So, as you'll learn, fours and eights are the most misunderstood Enneagram or numbers on the Enneagram, especially women eights. And so, I think that like just growing up, going through my career, really feeling like my motivation or my desires were one thing, but people received them as something different. And so to be under, understand that like, you know, this is part of whom I am and this is a strength as well as becoming aware to understanding how I come, how I can come off has really helped me like, mm. I don't know, be more myself, accept myself and realize that some of these things that can be off-putting are my strengths, but to kind of present them in a little bit more warming way has been really helpful for me, I think, to be more confident in myself. And then, right, being able to give it to my friends and my family and my, you know, bosses, if appropriate for you, but has been helpful then for them to understand me. And that, like, gives me a breath of, like, fresh air that I'm not always having to, like, I don't know. Yeah, explain myself, justify myself, you know, but I can really just be who I am. So... That's why I like the Enneagram. That's good. I've seen that in you too. I feel like I've seen you grow in that aspect, even from St. Louis to Austin and obstacles you've had to overcome. I think I've seen the Enneagram help you with with those things for sure. It's a great tool, guys. It's a great tool. Yeah, and it like dives into your childhood a little bit too of like, you know, maybe you do these things because of, you know, the your childhood and we won't go super deep into that but I think it's like really accurate for me I know Andy you've talked about it so that's all really interesting as well because it's like very interconnected 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to talk about how it has been useful in our business partnership. <laughs> yes. Um, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, you know, as much as it is a self-aware tool, it has really grown. These people that we mentioned above, the experts, they consult for, you know, Fortune 500 companies. And now corporate corporations are using the Enneagram as a tool to be better leaders, to have a better team culture. So, you know, it's also great for that if you own your own business or you have a business partnership, like Andy was saying. Yeah, I- Basically, it gives you insight into one's personality from their energy levels, the way they respond to authority, how they prefer to go about their day, and ultimately helping you identify their strengths and weaknesses. So you can begin to assign roles or like complement each other, which I think Tia and I, this has helped us a lot, just knowing how we both communicate to each other with the podcast. Yeah, I would agree. I think... Yeah, ultimately, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. But like, even just from like, how do you operate on a day to day? Like, how do you like, you know, for your schedule, right? I think for me, I like more structure and agendas where Andy likes the ability to be creative and have space to be creative, right? And those that allow, knowing that about each other allows us to our, to do our jobs better. So I feel like the Enneagram has been really helpful with that and just understanding the way that we, we both uh, prefer to work. Yeah, it's been nice. And also we'll just dive right into the next two topics, friendships and romantic relationships. How have you seen it with your friendships, Steve? Help you? Yeah, I think again, like we are, I mean, if I feel it sounds kind of repetitive, but at the end of the day, it just really just like helps you understand your people better. Like I said, like we all see the world through a different lens. And so if I can understand the way that Andy or my other friends see the world, it really gives me an insight to be like, oh, wow, like that, that's why you respond that way, or oh, like that's why that bothers you so much, or oh, I can really understand why, like that makes you feel sad or happy. I was just going to say, I think it helps, at least for me personally, be more empathetic to mm-hmm. other people. Yes, Instead yes. Of just sympathetic or not understanding at all. I'm just like, oh, wow, okay. I feel for you now. <laughs> like, right, I, right. <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day, everyone wants to feel seen. And so I think it just really helps you to understand the way that your friends want to be listened to, right? Like if my approach is always giving positive advice because that's the way that I right, like to receive advice, but one of my friends likes to just be in the moment and for me to see her emotions giving positive advice it doesn't make me a good listener, you know? So I think it helps you listen well. It helps you give advice in the way that your friends like to be, like to receive advice. Yeah. And I think it helps you understand the way that your friends like to be appreciated or loved. So yeah, I think, I think it's really helpful in that way. Yeah. It's helped a lot, even with friendships and conflict. Some of my friends are not going to match my energy level or Mm -hmm. my level when a conflict does arise. I think that I'm not yelling or or getting louder or getting my point across a certain way where the other person is taking it and it's not being received well. So even in conflict, it helps. It's not just in positive things. So And I think too, like with like each number, it kind of goes into the way that they feel affirmed. So for an example, a two is called the supporter and they can really feel affirmed by helping out other people, right? Mm -hmm. But you could see that become negative because if 
they're all, you know, if they're helping people to get attention and they don't really want to help their friends, but they're just doing it because that's the way they feel affirmed, they can feel overused or they can feel unappreciated. So to know that, you know, saying to your friend who's a two, like, I really, you know, hey, you want to come hang out with me because I want to hang out with you, not what you can do for me, but because I want to spend time with you, right? That really makes a two feel seen. So, you know, each number has has something similar to that where you can really like speak to to making your friends feel valued for who they are and not what they do. In romantic relationships, this has been fun. Tia has talked about it with Steven. I've talked about it with Alex. I feel like our men are, are into it. They're fully, mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like they've had to just accept it. <laughs> yeah, I think, so much. I know. And I think at first they were like, oh, what is this personality mm-hmm. test? But I think the more that we've given them resources and like ultimately like them being like, oh, wow, you really do see me. I think they've adopted it and seen the value in it as well. So yeah, but back to what you were saying about like conflict. I think that's why it's honestly for me and Steven, because we're so different, it's been really helpful in the conflict area. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I think for Alex and I, it's, we do share a lot of similar things. So for me, I have to recognize, oh, that's something I do too. And I don't think he would like it if I was doing the same thing or vice versa. So it's been interesting to, to work through. It's work to figure out the other person and the self-discovery is work in, in, in itself. Yeah. And I think with like in any, with your significant other, whether, you know, you're just dating or you've been together forever or you're married or you're married 20 years, I think it's that like your emotions can get really high with this person. So you're like in the heat of the moment and you're just, you know, trying to explain yourself or understand them. But I think what the Enneagram really does is helps you like take a step back and really understand what the person's saying without you having the lens of like, oh, they're probably just saying this because like, that's what I would mean if I said that. But you're really understanding like why they're saying what they're saying and understanding like, their motivation behind that, which is really helpful because when you're like butting heads, if you really can't understand what the other person's saying or why they're saying it, you'll just like continuously like stay in that argument. Yeah. And it'll be a bad cycle, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think understanding when your partner is making a big effort towards loving you and this, this has also helped knowing our love languages too. Mm-hmm. I think that Enneagram and your love language too uh, go hand in hand when you're trying to figure this out. But yeah, that, and then sometimes in the ways we want to be loved is very different than the other person likes to show affection, which is a power struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. And with the Enneagram, guys, like we said, it's not one size fits all. There's wings. So every number has a wing. There's a number that you go to in stress, a number that you go to in health. So it's it's very complex. So if you guys are enjoying this conversation, our goal is to find an Enneagram coach that wants to talk about this stuff for you guys, Mm -hmm. because we're not experts. (laughs) This is just based off our our experience, but it would be awesome to have an expert or Enneagram coach on here to explain it to, to you guys. Yes. So if you're an Enneagram coach, reach out. Let us know. And yeah, be sure to check out those people and books and podcasts and resources that we uh, mentioned because that's where we've gotten a lot of just our 
our resources and knowledge and how it's been helpful for us. So let us know if you use the Enneagram or you're interested in Enneagram and we would love to know your experience. And let us know if you want to take the test and DM us and be like, I'm a two. And I want to know more about the two. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We would love to give you guys more information and we would love to just sit and talk about it with you. Like I said, we can talk about this all day long. It's so great. One more thing, if you like this episode, if you when you leave a review, it's always helpful for other people to find our podcast and our community. So if you could take a couple minutes to do that, it really helps us out. And again, if you want to be a guest, our application is in our bio and our Instagram, and we'd love to have you. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Uh-huh.